ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy. I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot I ain't really got a lot of thoughts I just pack them in a box So I popped up on this pod Now I'm outside of the box When I pop up on the clock Last thing I think is talk See, I'm winning it now Loving it three and a thou They peeping my style Peeping it now Steadily growing my Dow Jones Oh no These kitties be thinking they crowd Oh no, no Immediately throwing the towel See, when it's different, it's different Go position by position Ain't no issue commission As a commission, I just listen They envision my vision And my division of Stealing, cause I be willing to deal if I meet a trade, cause I'm a fiend. I'm a junkie, ayy, and I'm a junkie, ayy. Ain't no denying my supply, I'm a junkie, ayy. See, I'm a junkie, ayy, and I'm a junkie, ayy. Be getting high off my supply, I'm a junkie, ayy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 47 of the Dynasty Junkies podcast, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts podcast network. I am your host, Rocky Petrella at Dynasty FF Addict on Twitter, along with my co-hosts, Scott Sidlow at Scott underscore Sidlow. And uh, I realized earlier today, this is actually the uh, one year anniversary of Junkies. Our first episode last year was the week after the draft. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I want to give a shout out or thanks or whatever to, uh, to Scott and to, to Dustin for co-hosting with me for, to Dynasty House, Russ Fisher, uh, for giving us a chance to be on the network. And, and of course, thanks to our, uh, dozens upon dozens of listeners. Uh, we, we appreciate you all. Um, but Scott, how you doing? How was your draft weekend? How's things been going? Man, well, draft weekend, you know. Is it's kind of like Christmas morning on Thursday, but then you got to wait all day. And I mean, I'm, I'm very impatient. So, uh, but man, it, it got here and in Chicagoland, it was another probably disaster, but Hey, at least it's better than, uh, better than Mitch. So we'll take it for now. Um, but yeah, uh, actually got to see some friends and get together. It's kind of like almost like old times in a way so that was kind of nice nice change of pace yeah did you do anything good. for the draft me uh i was uh, i was live streaming uh, the whole night pretty much on thursday uh i was on a Superflex super show popped on hot sauce a little bit first time i've done that that was that both both, both of those shows that was an interesting experience so uh thursday and friday i was just kind of following along here and there i i didn't do any uh potting or anything didn't really watch much of it either uh, just keeping up with the names and all that. But uh, tonight, what we're going to do is uh, that, that old staple, the, the post-NFL uh, draft rookie mock. Uh, it's definitely a fun way to kind of talk about the rookies, get some different perspectives on where they should be going. And we got two great guests tonight to help us with that, both from uh, Dynasty Trade Calculator. Uh, first, uh, Izzy Alcafas. Izzy, how you doing tonight? Really good, boys. We had a nice little... Uh intro before the intro you know so we're i'm, I'm primed and ready to go <laughs> and uh also jp hurley jp how's it going good man i am uh borderline amazing i would say if i had to pick <laughs> some words okay good to hear um but we'll get right into it because uh we, we're gonna try and get through two rounds so we, we don't want to take too long uh, uh with this intro stuff so we uh randomized an order earlier today uh it's gonna be uh who's we try- 
by the way. <laughs> Who made this I order? I randomized <laughs> earlier today. Uh, it's going to be uh, Hurley's going to get the 101, then Scott, then Izzy, then me, and then we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll just roll through uh, you know three picks around and try and get through them as quick as we can. So, uh, Hurley, you want to start us off at the – oh, and it's uh, Superflex. Uh, we're doing basically trade X scoring. Superflex 1.75 tight end premium PPR. So, uh, Hurley, you want to start us off at 101? Heck, yeah. That, that makes sense, too, because my, my high school nickname was actually 101. So, that makes sense <laughs> that I'm going first. Izzy, I don't know if you knew that, but that's uh, everybody calls me 101. No, I didn't. I did not know that. It's because I was stuck in the basic classes, but it's not, <laughs> it's not what you think. Uh, at the 101, I will select Shocker. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Nothing I, much I, to say. Like I think we, think we could exhaust this, but it's like uh, it's so straightforward. Nothing needs to be said. I'm selecting Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. That's pretty. We can pretty much, I think, move on to the 102. He's the consensus yes. 101. Yeah. So that that would be you, Scott. Listen, I just want to know anybody. Any leagues anywhere. Uh, I mean, I'll have 40-something drafts, so I'll, I will let you know as well. But if somebody other than Trevor Lawrence goes 101, I want to know. Hit me up. Let's hear it. And I want to know who it was. I think the only um, way he doesn't go 101 is if somebody has, like, the first three picks or something and just wants to mess around. Yeah. I, saw, I saw him go 102, and I was like, wait. And then I realized it was the same person. I guarantee you there's going to be plenty of leagues where – the person that owns they're they're the one on one for a reason, most likely. I guarantee yeah. there's a guy out there that might take Harris or they might go they won't even go quarterback. They'll just not get it. They just don't Izzy, get it. you got me thinking that's a bad nickname to have now. <laughs> I don't know, it's not ideal. Do do any of you guys have Trevor Lawrence or one on one currently? I'm just curious because I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna miss out this year. No. I I've got two of them. Oh. One, yeah, one was a league where I was trying to win, and, and we I just sucked. And the other one was a rebuild going into the twenty twenty. <laughs> where you were trying to win, and you got the one hundred one. <laughs> well, no, I was a weighted lottery. I actually got the one hundred five. I was oh, actually okay. I earned the one hundred five, but okay. I, I I lucked into the one hundred one. So nice. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and actually, I just realized that was DTC DTC listener league. So <laughs> synergy. <laughs> I was going to say it's another league that's got a lottery system. That's sweet. Yeah. You don't hear it very often. Huh. Well, let me tell let me tell you this about a uh, lottery that I had. I had three of the top. I had 102, 103, 104. I had more. I had like double all the other amount of balls in this lottery. And I didn't get you had the, the most pick, balls. And I didn't get the, I had the most balls. <laughs> Were they the biggest? Clearly. The biggest, the loudest. <laughs> you had more balls than anyone. More balls than anyone. Didn't I didn't get, get the 101 and I didn't get the 102. Oh, so, shit. what kind of crap is that? Screw That's like a kick to the balls. But <laughs> I will say this, Rocky, um, in like 46 leagues or whatever, I didn't get the 101 anywhere, even in wow. rebuilds. So maybe I saw it rebuild. Oh, my mm. God. So, oh, well. Committed. Well, me anxiety. Yeah. Okay. 102. Uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm just gonna go with my guy because I don't I don't really care. He he landed in the perfect situation though I don't really care about landing spot, but it is absolutely not Justin Fields. It would be Trey Lance. I thought you were a Bears fan. That's why I started to type. <laughs> I think that's why he said it's not because I started to type Justin Fields because I thought that's what he meant by his guy. But <laughs> I am a Michigan fan first. Mm. 
I'm a Michigan fan too. So it sounded I'm, like on Straight Addicts, you weren't entirely happy with the Justin Fields thing. It's it's not him so much as like giving giving away future picks Ohio State <laughs> in, a, in a horrible situation. Like the guy's coming into you know a bad line, no weapons, and a horrible coach. So you know how's he going to succeed? Like you might as well be Sam Darnold all over again. Well, he's not talented, but he's he's going to have to overcome a lot. So I wish him the best. I do, obviously, but it's it just sucks being a Bears fan. That's let's move on. If uh if Fields goes to San Francisco and Lance goes to Chicago, who are you taking? Fields. Okay. The draft already happened though, is he? Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> it's funny because uh we have Nick Whalen's on our show. Yeah. And I asked the same question because he took Fields at 102, and I asked him the same question and he still said fields. That he said fields for both, and you've changed your mind. That he's just so anti Lance, and you're anti fields, but you like the you're more anti Bears and pro 49ers. So, correct. Good to know. It's yeah. it's to me they're close when when you have players in the same tier. Uh, landing spot can move the players within the tier, but they shouldn't be jumping tiers based on the landing spot. Yep. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One hundred three. Then. Yep. That's me. I feel like uh, this first round, interestingly enough, is basically their sets of threes. So 101 to 103, 104 to 106, 107 to 109, and then 110 to 112. Um, and for me, I think the the clear third right now is Justin Fields. Um, I'm not a Zach Wilson guy. It's too early for Mac. Um, so I think it's Fields pretty easily here. Yeah, and I'd be with the with Nick on that. I would take Fields in either spot as well. I I, I had him and Lawrence as kind of one A and one B, and I agree the landing spot's not ideal, but I, I think he's a higher floor than Lance too. That's I I like having the, the safer floor, and I, I don't think his ceiling's really any lower than Lance, regardless of where they ended up. I think that floor is taken away though in San Fran. Like it's not. I don't want to say it's taken away, but it's elevated in San Fran. Mm-hmm. He's got a better situation now. Um, and I'm not as big of a Justin Fields fan as everybody else is. I, I do like, I mean, I think Lance and San Fran is for, for me, the, the, I would take him one Oh two. I think I would agree with Scott where Rocky, you agree with more on the Knicks side. And I don't think we don't know. We don't know what the answer is, but, uh, we're going to find out. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and, uh, that brings it to me at the one Oh four. And, uh, I'm going to, I think I agree with you, Izzy, about the, uh, the groups of threes, because I'm going the first non-quarterback here. Going to take the guy I know uh, you've been talking about plenty of this offseason, at least on Twitter, uh, Kyle Pitts, 104. Uh, just, you know, I, I, I'm a big elite tight end guy anyway. I mean, obviously, we don't know for sure that he's elite tight end. But again, going back to what I just said about Fields, I think he has that high floor uh, no matter what. Uh, he ended up in a great landing spot, which works out, especially, you know, Julio's got limited time left. He's going to be one of the primary targets there along with Ridley. And, uh, yeah, and he's just a beast, and I don't see uh, – I don't have a problem to – and I, I'm kind of – funny because it's kind of ties into your Twitter debates with uh, John Bosch. He kind of swayed me a little bit about 
uh, I'm curious if you still where you're at now in Pitts, Izzy, because uh, I kind of agree with John that I don't see him losing value almost no matter what he does. Yeah, um, it's a good question. Uh, I think in I think it's more about the 101, 102, 103. I just can't see, justify him going there, but I can. I'm okay with him being four. Like I get it. Not in, not in tight end. It has to be tight end premium for me. Like in mm-hmm. non tight end premium, I still have a tough time with it being that high. I like him more in like the 106 to 108 range. But in tight end premium, I I have no. I think I took him. I took him 104 in tight end premium, just because mm-hmm. he's in that tier. And I basically took Pitts because the market on Pitts is so much higher than the market is on on Harrison Chase or Wilson. Um, everybody wants pits. Yep. Yeah. You could take them. And even if you don't want to hold on to them, you could flip them for him. I just saw just shortly before we went on, Ryan McDowell put a, a tweet as, as some trades, uh, I guess that he found on the DLF trade finder and, uh, one trade, he was traded straight up for Barkley, which I thought was insane. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow. It might yeah. be, uh, I mean, that might be a being two, I mean, full point extra premium. For tight ends right. or something, I don't know. Yeah, he didn't list settings or anything like that, but that that just wowed me. Um, but Hurley, that brings us to you at the one hundred and five. Ooh, nice, going right back around instead of sneaking, huh? Yep. Um, okay, so I got my quarterback. I'm gonna try to fill out a team here. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, yeah, I think this one uh, this one's pretty easy for me once again. I'm gonna go with the uh, the running back one in this draft class. Um. Trey Sermon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt Waldman. Yeah, right. Oh, does he does he like Trey Sermon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was his RB one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. At least pre-draft. I, I pre-draft, know, right? Anything's. I would imagine it hasn't changed. Everyone seems to love the Niners landing spot. So he's Matt he's, Waldman has got the lowest voice in the industry, I believe. Yes. I, All right. If you look at this over here, I could just listen to him every night. Go I to agree. Sleep. He doesn't, he fails to hit the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, Matt. Uh, I'm going to choose Najee Harris. I think it's pretty easy. Um, there's a couple spots in drafts that I'm already in that I, I've been really wanting to try to move up to get him like right here, basically like the 105, 106 range. Um, just because I feel like it's kind of stealing a little bit. Uh, all the attention is on the quarterbacks and then Cal Pitts, like you said, and here's Najee kind of just under the radar. Um, I really want him on my teams. I, I'm going to regret not having some shares. He's the, he's the guy this year for me. Izzy, you probably don't know this. He's the guy this year for me that I'm going to regret the most not having my roster. Last year, it was Justin Jefferson. Um, right around like the 109, 110, I had plenty of opportunities to scoop up shares of Justin Jefferson, and I kept going rugs like an idiot. I didn't diversify. I learned my lesson. Um, this year it's going to be like you know the 105 range, 106, uh, getting Najee. So, so I guess, I guess that means Najee's going to be a first round startup pick next year. If I don't get any <laughs> shares, uh, the yeah. answer is yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Scott, that brings us to you at 106. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me in super flex to not take quarterbacks when the opportunities present themselves. Like, uh, I actually, I actually took a quarterback uh, in one of my drafts yesterday. I had seven starting quarterbacks, and I still, or I had six, and I still took 
Um, I still took Mac Jones to make it seven. That was, I think, the one, the one twelve. What are you, what are you, um, Hogue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I was possessed by Hogue there for that. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's just again the cheapest times to get them are the startups and the rookie drafts. So uh, they're always valuable. Um, unless you're like Jordan Love in the DTC calculator. I mean, he's currently worth less than <laughs> Daryl Henderson. So uh, I don't know what's up with that, but he may be a starter here at some point. No um, for Jordan Love. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to go with, uh, with a guy that Izzy loves in uh, Jamar Chase here. <laughs> he's kind of the... All these top receivers are just different flavors, right? It's just whatever you want. You want the explosive guy. You want the the slot guy. Um, or do you want the alpha? And I'll take Chase here. He's the, got the best chance of being an alpha out of this class. Um, ultimately, the way NFL works now, I don't think it matters. Like any one of these guys could be could, – could score more points, you know, could score the most points, could be the most valuable – um, I like the connection. Obviously, it seems absolutely silly to me and pretty much the rest of the world that they passed up on Sewell. So obviously they have plans for this kid. Uh, and, and Joe Burrow must have had some sort of uh, say in this. So uh, although maybe not because <laughs> you would think you want to be protected after the beating you took last year. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I would just go chase here. Uh, even if Even if I don't love him, uh, I feel like I might be able to to trade him. Uh, there's probably enough hype around him. Or once we hear that Burrow's coming back and healthy and all that, we could probably probably sell him and get more than what this pick is worth. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you, Scotty. Uh, even as the guy who likes to to wait on quarterbacks and superflex, you know, I've, I've mentioned I like to take him in rookie drafts. I I agree with the way this has gone so far. I'd be taking the the, the three quarterbacks first, and then. Uh, I, I don't consider Wilson and, and Jones in the same tier. I don't, I don't th- see them as being possibly elite, which is why I would go with these next three guys in some order. Uh, I think they have that potential at four, five, six, but is a year up at seven. Yeah. Um, interesting here. Cause I'm not, uh, I'm not a Wilson guy. I kind of don't like this, this range all that much. Um, I'm very Wilson's my quarterback five, but I know that he's got more value than Mac Jones, and he's being thrust directly into the starting position where Mac may have to wait. So I'm taking I'm taking Wilson here. It's hard to find a number two overall pick um, as low in this spot as Wilson is at 107. Um, it may never happen again where we have the situation, but um, I think he's going to bust, but I'm taking him. Like, <laughs> That's I, funny. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll trade him, but I, I don't know. I I don't love having him, but I kind of have to. You know, It's funny. I am right there with you because I, I, I talk with someone about my rankings uh, privately like right after the draft, and I basically said the exact same thing. You said, Wilson's my five. I, I like Mac better than Wilson. Uh, I think he's going to bust, but I think you have to take him ahead of Mac 
just because everybody, I mean, there's people that think he's the QB two. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I, and, and that's exactly where I think I put him was at seven. So, uh, it, it makes sense. And that, that's what I would be looking to do is, you know, at some point trying to flip him for, for, for something. And trade Wilson for Mac plus. There you go. Mm-hmm. Or, or if we weren't doing this in a mock and it was a real draft, you could just trade back from the one Oh seven to draft Mac. Hopefully. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that that brings it to me at 108. And uh, I think I am going to go with my RB2, which is Javante Williams. Uh, I like him more than ATN. Uh, I didn't love the landing spot for ATN, uh, as I'm sure a lot of people didn't. Um, and and the, the Denver landing spot isn't great for Williams. But like I said, I had him rated RB2 before. Uh, I just... Uh, I think he's a more impressive runner than ATN is. He doesn't have the probably the PPR upside, but it's not like he can't catch the ball. Uh, and I see this as sort of a uh, like an Ingram Dobbins situation where he'll, he'll we will take over the job by the end of the year from Gordon, I believe. So uh, I'm going to go Williams and eight, and RBs are always in demand anyway. So I'm I'm always taking the RBs or the quarterbacks um, over the receivers at this point. So Javante Williams. Uh, that brings us to Hurley at nine. Okay, so I got a little bit of an observation here quick for your listeners to maybe benefit from if they haven't had their rookie drafts yet. So like Izzy, I thought I think you brought up something really important about how things are in blocks of threes right now. Um, and it, that, that's probably not going to change anytime soon. But would you suggest as a strategy, if you're sitting on like the 104, uh, maybe just offer the 104 plus some change, especially like we, we've seen from doing these mocks a few times, um, throughout the course of this off season. Now things get really dicey in the mid to late second, like really dicey, but a second round pick sounds cool to most people. So I wonder if you can maybe entice somebody uh, with a one Oh four and like some second, second round picks or, you know, a single one to move up to one Oh three and same goes for like, if you're sitting on the one Oh seven, you want to move up to that second tier of uh, the block of three move from one Oh seven to one Oh six by offering like a, a second or something. I wonder if that could be like a really fruitful strategy um, at this point to just move up a tier, even though it's, you know what, it's one spot, but it could be a pretty big, pretty big move. Thoughts? Yeah. yeah I think the, the draft falls off at two Oh six, the 19th in Superflex, um, non tight end premium. I think if it's tight end premium, you can add Fairmouth in there and it'll be 19 picks, but right now it's 18 picks. After the 206, it is a steep cliff. So, yeah, if you can get 207 to 212, you can move one of those, pair it with the 107, get to 105 even. I think that's possible. You could yeah, get 207 there. sounds kind of good. Yeah. On paper. It's just yeah. not. 207, 107. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you take your 207, 107, move up. I like it. Yeah, someone okay. tried to get me to take a 205 and 207 in, in a 14 team or to move from 105 to 103. And I was, yeah, you got to find the right person who's not looking at the whole draft because I was like, nah, I'd, ra- I'd rather just stay where I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in some some drafts, that makes sense. This one, not so much. Yeah. So, kind of a fun strategy that, that uh, I wanted to point out. But um, as for my pick, um, I will take my running back too, which is uh, Travis Etienne. I'm I'm a little bit more optimistic on the landing spot. I get to listen to Izzy and Waylon debate this uh, this landing spot on our podcast a few times, and I I kind of <clears throat> I lean towards some of Nick's points. Uh, I think if 
any other quarterback would have gone to Jacksonville besides Trevor Lawrence. And if they had kept their coaching staff, I'd be a lot more pessimistic about it. But those two variables are enough for me to be a lot more optimistic with uh, Travis Etienne. And I think he's going to be a guy that's going to surprise. I, I think we're going to see exactly what the coaching staff is saying early on, where they're going to be be in a pretty big share. Uh, but then I just think that James Robinson had a monster year, but the guy is like a small injury or a bad performance or a fumble away from losing his job forever because of his draft capital. Like his draft capital matters right now, especially with a new coaching staff. So I like me some Travis Etienne, especially right here. And I'm curious after what you said, what what, what is his thoughts were on the landing spot then? Um, I think it's, uh, I don't know, Etienne's my, my uh, RB1. I love, I love everything about the situation if James Robinson wasn't there. Like I, I agree that he's undrafted. I just can't imagine him going away. I think he's too good to go away. That's my concern with it. Yeah, I agree with you. That's where I am at on it. And and like I said, I already had Etienne and RB three before this, but it, I mean, it just solidified it for me. Just uh, like you said, I don't. I think some people are acting like James Robinson is just like dead now because of this, and I just think he's too good to 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 not get a a piece of the pie. I mean, uh, it's uh, you were gonna say something, Izzy. I'm thinking about it, and if James Robinson gets phased out completely katie we should never <laughs> inside joke there nice we should never hold on to an undrafted free agent in going into the offseason ever again True. like this should <laughs> be point. the last warning to do it izzy i feel compelled to explain the inside joke <laughs> yeah yeah this is good i was uh, i was a manager of a retail store and i actually hired izzy that's how izzy it's and i got we... to know each other yeah, so I was so just a little brief. I really? Would, yeah, I'm like six. What? How old are you? Hurley, forty two. Forty three. Forty three. I'm so Hurley's seven years older than me. I'm I'm thirty and turning thirty six here. I was uh, my first job was working at the a kiosk at the Eden Prairie Mall in Minnesota. <laughs> and I uh, excuse me, miss. Excuse me, miss. Can I ask yeah, you a question? I, yeah, I was a lo- lo- I basically <laughs> would put lotion on old ladies' hands and like do like the back massager stuff. Um, at 16 and oh, Hurley would walk. Now Hurley it's all walk, making sense. Yeah. Hurley <laughs> would walk by and I would try to get, I, I would joke with him. We didn't really know each other. And I'd go to like trade home shoes, got like shoes and he'd walk by and I'd try to like put lotion on his hands and give him massages and stuff as a joke. And he eventually hired me. Go ahead. Now you can go from there. Yeah. So, so I hired him, uh, and we had, you know, a full staff and, and stuff like that. And there was this one, Girl, I won't say her last name because I'm sure she listens to your guys' show. Uh, but her name, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> her name was Katie, and like it was a it was it's it was a commissions based store, and she just wasn't good. Like she didn't have it, you know. She 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 wasn't. Um, I don't. She, she wasn't. Had no, uh, she had no sales. She wasn't a salesman. Yeah, you she wasn't hired her because she was go, a yeah. she was a client of yours daughter. Yeah, she, she just wasn't good. She wasn't good at the job. It's not nothing against her. She just wasn't her thing, you know. And uh, rather than like, I was pretty young at the time, so rather than like uh, go through a bunch of confrontation, I decided to slowly phase her out of the schedule. <laughs> like you know, one week she'd have fifteen hours. Oh no, she's down to twelve hours. Oh, now now down to nine. And then eventually she just like, 
I did never scheduled her. <laughs> she was just gone one day. So I think we're talking about uh, Katieing. Katieing has become a become a verb for Izzy and I. Yes, so we're talking about Katieing James Robinson now out of his job. For <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. incredible. Sorry for the derail. Yeah, yeah that was that was beautiful. <laughs> Poor Katie. Oh man. I wonder but... if she still thinks about those days of just scarred for life out. i probably did yeah, her a favor she... she probably found something she loves and she's super successful that's what i like uh, oh no mm-hmm. she's in rehab and she talks to her therapist every day about and her therapist is trying to like slowly phase her out of her <laughs> <professions>. <laughs> i can't stand this woman uh, <laughs> all right i take i take etn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, and uh, Segway yeah, or something. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, I'm gonna. I did like a Nostradamus thing where it was like, you know, you three thousand. Uh, you say three thousand things, a couple of them are are bound to come true. But uh, we're sitting at my house, and, and I looked over at the guys, and I was like, okay, Pittsburgh just took Najee. Now, now watched uh, Jacksonville just, you know, take ETN here after oh. the owner's son is just talking about analytics we're all about the analytics and we're building this roster the right way and you know they found a gem undrafted free agent I'm like you know urban meyer comes in and screws this whole thing because obviously i'm a huge urban meyer fan and uh and watch it they'll take a running back in the first round and and sure enough it, it happened and i i mean <laughs> it's, it's like mind blown as i am by it it's like it makes perfect sense like that's what urban meyer wants to do it's um, exciting it's exciting for the franchise and for the so, fans yeah, well, and you know he's he's throwing a bone to his new uh, franchise quarterback and yeah. all that. So, and speaking so, of hey, that, whatever, though, it should it, be fun. It it, it was it definitely, I think, a dumb decision to draft a running back there, and everyone wants to bank on the first round capital and and, and all that. But if an organization is stupid enough to draft a running back at at twenty five when they don't need one, I think they're also stupid enough not to use them as much as they should, as people think a first round running back will be used. I mean. Everyone laughed it off, and, and I agree. It's probably not going to happen. But he or Meyer even made that comment about ATN being a third down back. I don't think we really think he's going to be a third down back. But I still think that there there could be less usage there than 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 people would expect from a first round running back. I don't know, man. Like pe- the coach, coaching staff, and front office, they have pride on the line, and it's like they draft somebody, and if they they look like complete idiots if they don't use them, you know, so that they're going to use them, you know. Whether or not ETN does something with his opportunity is kind of a whole other topic, but they have to give him the ball. So, yeah, I hear that. So, Scott, you're up at one ten. Yep, you would think. Um, well, again, <laughs> there's there's a uh, there's a quarterback here, um, but I I really just can't can't do it. Uh, so actually, it comes down to. Well, first of all, I was very, very sad when a certain receiver went to a certain team uh, on that fateful Thursday night. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a guy here because he got hurt. He vowed to come back. He came back, played on one leg, and, like, I don't know, man. I just love him for that. I has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but I'm taking Jalen Waddell. Um, if you want to compare quarterback situations, you know, would you rather have Hurts thrown to uh, Devonte Smith or Tua thrown to Waddle. I mean, I guess <laughs> different systems oh. and all that. But hey, I guess we kind of saw that already once. Depressing how that turned out. Hmm. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure either is ideal, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but Izzy, the, you're up at 111 then. Yeah, I I think. Um, I know who Izzy is taking. That's why I'm playing this. It's 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 Mac Jones. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has to be um, Mr. McCorkle. Come on down, 111. I yeah, I'm gonna take him. I have a lot of 110s. I'm gonna have a lot of Mac Jones, unfortunately, and you know him being. Everybody kind of points to the Patriots being like this. I don't know. Maybe Bill's kind of lost his mojo, and he doesn't have receivers. I'm sorry. Like I am not excited about the New England Patriots quarterback situation with Kendrick Bourne and Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers. They got those tight ends though, the bro. Quad tight end set. The four yeah. tight end set. Who, who's, the, who's the fourth <laughs> receiver? I'm missing somebody else. They picked up Bourne. They have Bourne, Harry, Myers, and they, Aguilar. 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 Yeah, and then they have the. It's just there's. It's just too much. Just too much shit. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I'm not that excited about it, but I like Mac Jones for what he is, and I'm optimistic, but I'm treading lightly with my my hopes for Mac Jones because I, I don't know about I don't know about New England. They, I think a lot of the uh, running back stuff is kind of it's resonated with me long term, where I just I hate the Patriots so much with in fantasy that I fear getting behind a quarterback there, but. It's hard to pass on a quarterback at 111, even 110 um, in this draft. And you took Waddle, which is tough. I was hoping you'd go Mac Jones because I have not had a Devonta Smith share in Dynasty because I keep drafting Mac right ahead of him because he keeps falling. And I want a Smith share, and I can't get him. And Rocky's sitting there with an Eagles hat just taunting me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so Mac Jones. And – I think that was that was the right pick. I, I agree with you getting the quarterback that late. Uh, and I do like – I think Mac has been underrated in this whole process. Uh, I think he's a pretty accurate passer. Um, even, even his mobility, he doesn't have the running ability that the other guys have. But uh, he can move around. I mean, they have, I keep hearing that 42 rushing yards thing. But uh, uh, the college also takes away uh, sacks uh, for, for rushing yards. Not that he's going to run for much, but he's got functional mobility. So – um, and I'm going to take the guy you just mentioned, my, my Eagle Devonte Smith. Uh, I just, it's an easy call for me here. He's, uh, I actually, I, I keep going back and forth between Smith and Waddle myself. Uh, I had them basically neck and neck before the draft. The landing spots didn't really help me because I, I don't see a major difference between the two. I do agree. Hertz is not a great passer. Um, and I have some concerns about Sirianni and how this offense is going to look as an Eagles fan. Um, Sirianni hasn't exactly impressed me this offseason. Uh, I, I do rock wonder. Paper, scissors, bro. I was just going to say, I do wonder how Devonte Smith did in his rock paper scissors uh, he interview. It. But <laughs> he must have. <laughs> he actually um, modified it. He played rock paper scissors match, and that's how he got it. Because you know, match burns paper, but but scissors cuts match, and then and then rock smashes match. So he got Sirianni. He kept pulling out the match, and he was like, boom, <laughs> smoked him. First round pick. So yeah, I I I I I, I, I lean Smith over Waddle myself just because uh, I do think he's he he probably has a better chance at um, well yeah he probably has a better chance too I, I, like I said I in terms of talent wise I did I did watch both of them on tape and I I, I thought it was really close but 
in this first season, I, I think he has a better chance to be the focal point of the offense, much more so than Waddle does. How much that means, we'll see. But uh, I, I could see him producing more, which will lead to, to more value for him in year one. Do you think Waddle is is uh, people are holding rugs against him? No, I think people are holding the fact that he's whatever five, eight and change or whatever he is. Yeah. I mean, you just, we can't, here's the thing. If Tyreek didn't exist, there would be nobody that we could project Waddle to be a top 10 wide receiver as. They're just, it just doesn't happen. True. So you need him to be Tyreek Hill or close or else he's not going to work based on what we've seen. I mean, we think we've, we should have, could he be great? Absolutely, but I ain't putting my money on it. And, and Smith, the Odds same thing. Like, yeah, Smith has the same problem with him being so light. There really isn't a track record over the last 15 years of it being successful. You'd have to go back to, you know, BMI with like the Chad Johnsons of the worlds and the Marvin Harrisons, the Isaac Bruce's, but that's a, it was a different game back then. But if you look at just pure talent, um, Smith is hard to, it's, it's hard to argue with Smith. I mean, he's just so good. At, yeah, he, he just has the it factor that you don't see a lot of other guys having. Um, just in a wee little body, yeah. Well, you look at and I was talking, to, I mentioned this on Twitter 2017, it was Juju, 2018, it was um Calvin Ridley, in 2019, it was AJ Brown, and 2020, it was Justin Jefferson. All of these guys were late first, early seconds, um, very early seconds, right in that 110 to 201, 202 range. There will likely be a top 12 wide receiver in next year's startup drafts with one of these guys. And my money's on Smith or Bateman. I don't think Bateman with that landing spot, but I think Smith is being in Philly with nobody else there, just Goddard, the new coach, handpicked that early. I just can't see him failing unless he's trash. I hope you're right, Izzy, because I actually do have multiple Smith shares already, in, in, including bringing it back uh, to the DTC League. So, right. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so Hurley, 201. Oh, uh, you know what? I was just going to recap the first round real quick before we move on to the second round, just for the listeners. It, it was 101, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Then the next three, as, uh, as Izzy said, in groups of three is Kyle Pitts, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase from 104 to 106. Zach Wilson, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne from 107 to 109, and then Jalen Waddle, Mac Jones at the 111, and my boy Devonte Smith at 112. Okay, Hurley. So Izzy kind of uh, lobbed up a softball for me, and it was a perfect segue for my pick. It's Rashad Bateman. It's kind of easy. I feel like he's in the same tier as uh, Smith and uh, Waddle, and um, he's just in this in that same tier. Um, so I'm not With afraid Williams. of picking him. And Williams, yeah. He could be the guy that Izzy's talking about that breaks out. And all you got to do is take him and cross your fingers that uh, we talked about this on our podcast too, that the Ravens have a similar uh, ascendancy in their passing game that the Bills had in 2020. Because uh, Josh Allen was running the, running the ball a lot and it didn't look like he there was a lot of volume to go around to wide receivers. And then 2020 happened and kind of shocked the world. Uh, Stephon Diggs happened. So maybe, you know, Bateman and uh, is it Tylen Wallace went to Baltimore too, right? Yep. Yeah, maybe that's just enough for you know this passing offense to click, and maybe Hollywood Brown's dropping too many balls and they couldn't get things going. And now here comes Bateman, and it's going to be sorry, a he's high referred volume to as Hallmark offense. Brown on this podcast. <laughs> 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 that's uh, funny. I call, him, I call him Bollywood. I call him Bollywood Brown. Yeah. Bollywood Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I will say, in some weird way, Tylen Wallace mm-hmm. being drafted is actually better for Bateman. I feel better about Bateman in Baltimore with them drafting Tylen Wallace because it, if it's just Bateman, it feels like they're just feel like they're just missing a receiver. But if they add Wallace, I feel like they're trying to change their offense. If and, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That yeah, getting more receivers means they might do what exactly what Hurley said and take take the right. the Josh Allen Bills leap in terms of oh, more volume, God. which they're they're gonna need because yeah, I, I I still have Bateman here as well, and this is a round where I would have had him pre draft, but uh, because I I try not to let a landing spot affect things too much, like as we said earlier, just moving around in tears maybe, but it does scare the hell out of me being in Baltimore, so. Um, but I would draft him here as well. So that, that brings us to Scott at 202. Yeah. So I, I mean, I love Rashad Bateman, so I'm, I'm a little bit sad for that, but I still love him. Um, he did lose like 20 pounds after COVID. So I know everybody's (laughs) freaking out about his weight, but honestly, like, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be all right. He's Um, bigger than Devante Smith still, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so before pre-draft, uh, and I talked about this on Trade Addicts uh, the other night, is I kind of had like a top fourteen, really that I felt really good about, pretty much regardless of landing spot. Plug these guys in, um, and it, and it was really because I had a top thirteen, but I figured that there would be a guy that would move in or out, or at least would for somebody else pushing somebody down for me. Um, so really that was my 13 and they all went in the top 13 and it it makes perfect sense. Um, and then now to me, this is kind of really where you start to say, all right, you know, what, what are you looking for? Um, typically I'm still going to go best player available. Um, I've seen a lot of Trey Sermon going here, um, or even a little bit sooner, which is a little bit crazy to me. Like, I think he's kind of this year's Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't take him here, uh, personally, even if I needed a running back, that's all right. I could probably find a, I mean, I could probably just pick up Jamichael hasty or whoever else they have. And, or it was Jeff Wilson, I think won me a championship last year. So yeah. Um, those undrafted guys do just fine there in San Fran. Um, so to me, the one guy that I watched a lot of in college, another big 10 receiver, landed in a in an interesting spot there's a lot of competition there but uh this is the team that knows best how to use him and i'm gonna go ron dale more nice okay. how many depressing landing spots were there for receivers this year that, that was I just another was, one you I know a, no i think it was a great landing i think it's like without without all the competition more. i agree but it's just like What's so crowded right now it's just hopkins who else aj green Christian um, Kirk. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. No tight end. Eh. Right. Yeah. Rondell Moore here is I, I um I'm glad Scott went Rondell Moore so I can go Michael Carter because I I hate passing up on Rondell Moore there. I love the landing spot. I know Hurley not a big fan of it. I I think it's great. Um so I'm I'm going Michael Carter here. I, I I'm going to have no Elijah. I'm probably going to end up just taking one Elijah Moore share just in case. But similar to Zach Wilson, I think he's a QB5. I think Elijah Moore is well below the rest of these guys in the tier. Oh, Andy Isabella. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. It's stacked. Yeah. 
completely stacked. Rondell Moore is now dead. <laughs> I, I think, and interestingly enough, I'm a huge Michael Carter fan. Um, I've been very adamant that he is being undervalued in Dynasty. Now, it does suck that he fell to the fourth. Um, for, for Dynasty purposes, it's really bad to fall to the fourth round. That said, I think that he does have a clear path and an opportunity for you to flip him if you have the opportunity to after a year, maybe two, if he can get lucky. Um, but as a talent, I, I, I love him. I think he's closer to Javante Williams than Javante Williams is to the other two guys. So um, I think he's a, an absolute slam dunk in the early part of the second round here. Uh, you're speaking my language there, Izzy. He's, he was my RB4, uh, both pre- and post-draft. I, mm-hmm. I, I, like you said, the one negative post-draft now is the draft capital. I mean, the only the only negative I saw you know, prior to the draft is, is the size issue, um, that he is a small guy, um, and just how much a team might use him because of that. But the talent is all there. He can he can do anything you want a running back to do, um, other than you know he's not a power guy, obviously. But everything else is there, elusiveness. Uh, you can catch the ball, vision, all that stuff, burst. So uh, I'm very upset that you took him because I thought I was gonna. I thought you were gonna take Elijah Moore and I was gonna get Michael Carter. So, um, <laughs> but um, I will take Elijah Moore. Uh, I mean, he did. He did have a lot of production uh, at Ole Miss um, after the uh, the other two big guys there that are now in the NFL left. Um, and he had a humongous year last year. Uh, I could see him definitely having a lot of uh, PPR value out of the slot. It's not like the uh, – I don't love the Jets landing spot because, as we talked about, I don't like Zach Wilson that much uh, like you, Izzy. And, uh, but uh, I, I don't think the – other than, you know, just uh, – other than Corey Davis, maybe, uh, I, I don't see a lot of tough competition. There's a, a few other guys there, but no one – I think Crowder's probably going to be cut. So there's definitely an opportunity there for him to to make some hay, and uh, I definitely just looking at the other guys that are on the board. There's not many more, as we talked about. Once we start getting a little couple picks past this, there's not much left anyway. So I'm going to go with Elijah Moore, uh, and that will take us to Hurley at 205. So this is the point where uh, I kind of get a little bit torn. Um, I'm drafting for team needs, obviously at this point and a little bit less for talent cause it gets so grouped together. Um, I want to, I want to break the mold a little bit and do something slightly different. So I'm going to go Kadarius Tony. Um, I'm going to just bank on draft capital and yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm going to bank on draft capital and opportunity. Um, I'm, I hate Daniel Jones, but, um, <laughs> I would rather have Tony than Trey Sermon personally. And, and those, those are the two that would be between Ooh. for me. So I bet you this is the only draft you're going to see where Trey Sermon falls to at least 206. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he fell. He 15. fell. Uh, I think he fell to 206 in the Nerds Calculator League, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, that, that really? A bunch of smart guys there, too. So that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a lot of those nerds are uh, particular fans. Let's Valid. see here. I'll tell you. Maybe maybe it wasn't. I'll tell you exactly. So, hmm. so yeah. I don't I'll, I'll look it up on your time. By the way, I, I just this is about where I think he should be, and I think it's like you said, Scott. I think it's ridiculous that he's sneaking into some first rounds. I've seen tons of two hundred ones and two hundred twos, and I would take all the receivers we just took in the second round and Michael Carter over him. So. uh 
it's not I, I don't think Trey Sermon's bad. Um I think he was. Uh, I think he's RB five. Uh, you I just want me to left. take him here since we're talking about him. Or <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's fine. I, I that's fine. I will because I really don't care at this point. Um, it's like Hurley said. You know, you you want to go BPA, but it gets to a certain point where the guys are similar. So listen, if you're if you're somebody who builds with quarterbacks and receivers, and you're fine at tight end, and you're like, I just need to plug in running backs to compete, take a shot. You know, that's 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 fine. I mean, Trey Sermon can easily lead this backfield. Like I could see that. There's a path, you know, for that. No problem. Um, I mean, I I don't think it's likely or probable, but it's definitely possible. So a mid second round pick, that's that's totally fine. Uh really quick though, back to Tony. One of the issues that I have with him is so a lot of times I try not to let landing spot affect things too much. But Jason Garrett is a lot of things. Creative is not one of them. So I don't know how he's going to use him. Um, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know what to do with him. Uh, but I could pretty much tell you I won't have any shares, um, which means he's probably going to be really good. So <laughs> I don't. You know I don't I don't know what to do with them. Uh, I think that's about right though. That's pretty much where I'm seeing him go. The question is, the is will Hurley have no shares? Because then we know it'll be really good. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid. Yeah, maybe we need to take a few just to to keep. Wait, that. so we're at two oh six right now. Sermon yeah, two oh seven. Yeah. 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 He went two oh five in the calculator league. Yeah, that's that's okay. about as late as I've seen him. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, Tony's funny to me because like you, he's he's one of those very polarizing players. So I, I'm excited to see if he you know busts or breaks out because there's going to be no in between. It, it'll right. probably be in probably be in, in between, and then nobody's going to be right. But right. it's going to yeah. be fun to watch. And, and, yeah, and this area right here is what we were talking about earlier, where it falls falls off a cliff right around here. Uh, is yeah. he sick here though? So. My, uh, I, yeah, my cliff was actually Terrace Marshall and not Tony. So I'm taking Terrace Marshall. I will not have any Tony shares if he goes in the top 18. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that he's reunited with Mr. Brady. Um, I don't see Robbie Anderson being an issue long term. Right. You may have to just kind of park it for a year and be a wide receiver three, similar to what Cortland Sutton had to deal with uh, back in 2018. Just wait a year and then your time to shine. And I think Terrace Marshall could be that guy. I'm not even a huge Terrace Marshall fan, but I like the landing spot, especially if Darnold is decent. Um, they've helped the offensive line there quite a bit for him, give him some time. And Terrace Marshall being opposite DJ Moore, as long as they don't address the position next year early, um, I think it'd be really fruitful. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a better landing spot than, than, than some people might think. And that leads to me at 208. And uh, this, to me, is where the last semi-legit guy that I, that I feel decent about taking uh, would be at um, because I wouldn't have had Tony in there either. Um, but it would be in the, the tight end premium. Take, I'm going to take Pat Fryermuth here, 208. Uh, it's really the only other legit tight end, especially the only other one with draft capital in this class. Uh, Pittsburgh, not a bad landing spot. I mean, we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to shake out to be, but uh, we've seen that coaching staff use the tight end in the past. And 
Yeah, so especially with what's left on the board, he's easily the um, best available left here. And uh, I forgot it was uh, premium. And I forgot that it was 1.75 premium as well, <laughs> which is an even bigger premium. So I, I would have probably gone Friermuth at 207, but I made the mistake. I made I took Terrace Marshall, and you were the beneficiary of it. Congratulations. Thanks, Izzy. <laughs> um, so that means we're down to our last four picks here. Hurley, you're up at 209. I forgot about that too. Um, has Kyle Pitts been taken? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's still on the board. <laughs> I'll take Kyle Pitts. I'll take Kyle Pitts Jr. I'll just anticipate he has a kid, names him Kyle, and this is the Devi League. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Super Devi. Uh, <laughs> this is a disaster. Um, diaper Devi, called Diaper Devi early. <laughs> it's a Diaper Devi. Yeah. Uh, this is a hot mess now, right? Uh huh. Disaster. Very I kind of feel like in like, a super flex, you just take like quarterback flyers at this point because uh, yep. all of the wide receivers left on the board are the same for me. Um, so I'll go, I'll go Kyle Trask. I'll feel great about it. Uh, but it's a quarterback. It's a super flex league. And, and who knows, maybe uh, maybe Tom Brady goes down and Kyle Trask looks like uh, the next coming of Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good thing about Tampa Bay is that they – the quarterback should be well protected. Great offensive line, lots of weapons. So, like, if Caltrust somehow does find a way to get in there, like, it'll be kind of hard for him to not not accumulate some decent stats. So, I'll take Trask. And I was going to ask you about this, whether they got drafted or not. Is this Scott and Izzy? Is this around where you guys would be taking this next group of quarterbacks who are all drafted as essentially backups? Yeah, that you're going to have to wait on. Yeah, a couple of guys that I wouldn't mind taking here um, in the late second. I don't hate the Trask pick. The The th- issue that I have with these quarterbacks is all three of them are probably going to have to wait. And I hate, clutters. I hate the waiting, just a full year of waiting. They need an injury. Something unforeseen has to happen for them to get in. Um, so I, I struggle using a second-round pick on them. I like them in the early third. But really, you don't have that many great options outside of them anyways. Yeah, I mean this is this is kind of where these guys are going um, so far. Uh, like I've mentioned, forty-eight times. I think I've, I've I'm already in fifteen, have completed or is currently ongoing, and this is right where they go. I've actually seen Trask go even higher, um, and you know some of the other guys, Kellen Mond as well, uh, right around this time. And I mean, I, I get the whole waiting thing. Um, hopefully, if you have a late second round pick, it's because you were a top team and maybe you have a couple good quarterbacks. I mean, you likely do super flex if you made it that far. Um, I don't I don't mind stashing a guy. It's more of like, uh, you know, I heard it put this way one time is like it's it's not it's not sexy. Like it's not like you buy a savings bond or something in your portfolio. Like you, you don't have a ton of them and it's not your entire portfolio or it's not even a big portion, but you have those guys that you're just going to plug in and their, their value is going to slowly increase most likely. Like their value is not going to go down next year, especially if they don't play. Um, You know, it's, it's kind of like a value hold. Whereas, you know, a guy can completely disappear you know, if one of these receivers just goes somewhere and doesn't even hit the field, like he, he's probably not going to be worth anything. Um, so I can see the value hold at quarterback, and and I don't mind taking those guys here. Fifteen um, rookie drafts right now. Is that what you said? 
Yeah, current. Yeah. yeah. Right is now. that is, is managing all of your dynasty leagues like a full time job for you, or do you mm-hmm. do other things? No, yeah, that's that's my side hustle. Yeah, <laughs> I had a thirty ish more to go. Yeah, you remind me. I had I had a guy that emailed us today. He signed up for uh, the calculator, and his main purpose for signing up was the league import tool. He wanted to yes. you know import all his leagues. Great tool, and he couldn't get it to work. And and I was working with him on it. I'm I'm like, uh, that's weird. Like everything works perfectly fine when I'm testing it out. And I had a, cu- a couple others troubleshoot, and and I'm like. Uh, I'm just just curious, how many leagues are you? And he's like, I'm in 90 leagues. So his, the amount of leagues that he was in, they're all MFL. The, the amount of script that was coming in for the it. API broke the league import for him. <laughs> and he like there was just too many lines of data for him to see it. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'll have our developers look at like these massive amount of <laughs> leagues or something. But like for for now, it's just like not something I'm able to to get to sorry, work for you. Three so. people out there that can't use it. I know. 90 <laughs> leagues yeah. that's insane well wow. so you know there are people like you out there though so yeah well it's called portfolio dynasty and shout out to ryan kernut who is in uh at least 248 leagues at this point um i don't know I, I have absolutely no idea how he does that call uh, guinness know, knowing what 46 <laughs> plus call takes, fucking but, therapy yeah well <laughs> i think i think he doesn't work at work you know Type of I don't thing. think he lives at home either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy could work because they're actually they have an opening because they they just got rid of Katie. So they, that's <laughs> true. Good point. <laughs> they good point. Around, yeah. Good point. Um. So with that, maybe I should make a pick here. Uh. Honestly, I don't want to. Like, in, in my drafts, where when we get to this point, I've been trying to trade out. Uh. I'd be happy to take a twenty-two second. Um. You know, or even try to grab a. Uh, player that i like or package whatever um because i really don't like any of these guys uh i will um shout out to diami brown i got him at 311 in a in a draft which i kind of felt like that was nice but i don't really want to take him at 210 um and like izzy said all these receivers are really the same so amari rogers kind of maybe seems exciting i did like him at clemson but like what's going on there is is the other Rogers going to be back in Green Bay? And, you know, is Jordan Love throwing him the ball? I'm not really excited about that. Did you guys see the Brett Favre tweet since you're on the topic? Ooh, yeah. Brett, coming Brett back. knows. Brett, Brett knows. Favre says his gut tells him that Aaron Rodgers will not be returning. So that's his gut. Oh, perfect. That's his source. <laughs> Brett, Aaron Brett's Rodgers has a good gut. Reliable over the years. <laughs> or, uh, Brett Favre has a good yeah. gut. There's, if there's anything about Brett Favre, it's that he has a great gut. So. <laughs> And a great arm. His gut is right up there with his, his arm. It, it, his all his interceptions would beg to differ with that gut. Well, it was, that wasn't because of his gut, though. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The defense. Okay. <laughs> Scott, did you ever actually make a pick there? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he named like seven Could guys, I, but he hasn't picked one. Arm. <laughs> um. I think he wants Aaron Rodgers. Believe it or not, <laughs> the guy I've actually seen go the most at this point is Amonra St. Brown, uh, who I really like, but he went to Detroit, and there's like 48 other average receivers there and no line and no quarterback and no offense. And so, those yeah, are I don't like any of those yeah. guys. Just give me um, just give me Nico Collins because he went to Michigan. <laughs> there's no advice i, I love i'm All a right. huge i'm a wolverines fan and i i don't think i'll have any nico collins 
I won't either. Because <laughs> he went to Michigan. I love the, re- the no, I love Michigan, though. but no, I just I don't think he's good, and I'm a Michigan fan. He's not good. I love I the rationale, like though. Like, guys. I feel like for guys, he went to Michigan is the version for girls that's when they say uh, he went to Jared. So this is our version of uh, he went to Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> we we got to record a commercial on that now. He went to Michigan. Uh, that's uh, Izzy at, uh, up next, next to last. 211? Yeah. I'll take him on, Um At this point, you do two, one of two things. You take the quarterbacks, even though you'd like to see him fall into the early third, but you take the quarterbacks because they provide you the highest upside, or you take the most likely to generate short-term return on your investment where you can flip them. And there's two guys here that I feel that can do that, um, depending on what happens short term. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, running back with New England, um, just because with Damian Harris there, Sony might be on the outs from what I'm seeing, but he could provide some instant dividends that you could flip. And Amonra, you know, Scott mentioned there's other receivers there, not good uh, ones. Yeah, they're they're terrible. So could he become the kind of default wide receiver one there it's possible he has an excellent he's, name so yeah oh yeah phenomenal name um <laughs> he's got the madden name you know he's got the madden name <laughs> so yeah i i uh i like him here i think it's a really good spot from here you're getting the potential let's say at worst he's the wide receiver two split with three in detroit and like you mentioned their entire team sucks. It's not even just their offense. Yep. Their defense isn't very good either. So it's better than their. I mean, I don't. I don't know. They're, both sides of the ball need a lot of work um, to be good, and they're going to be behind in most games, and they're going to throw Especially the ball especially against that Bears offense. I mean, they're going to need to outscore them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten points. Mm-hmm. 10 points, 10 to 10 to 12. They're gonna get safety oh. in there. They're gonna get safety goff. More safeties than touchdowns. Um, but yeah, so Amonra 211. And that leads it to me at the last pick. And, and I'm with all you guys. There's no one I'm dying to take here. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Amari Rogers, just based on the on the draft capital. Um, he's one of the few guys left, I think, that was picked in the third round. Uh, besides Tiny Tutu Atwell, um, Josh Palmer, in the second and jo- yeah, Josh Palmer, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and you know he's got. I, I'm going to assume that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay there. Uh, if he produces a little, maybe he gets some of that uh, that uh, Green Bay wide receiver two hype. I'm a, I'm a little surprised he hasn't already um, because everybody's been wanting that for years and years to, to get that Green Bay wide receiver two. Uh, so, uh, basically just based on that, that's who I'm going to go with. Uh, cause like we said, there's not, there's not much else here. And, uh, the quarterbacks, I, I'm with Izzy. I'd, I'd rather wait till the third to, to, to try and go after them. So, uh, so that finishes it up that that's two rounds right there. Uh, I'll just recap the second again, Rashad Bateman at two Oh one, Rondale Moore, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore. Uh, Kadarius Tony 205, Trey Sermon 206, Terrace Marshall, Pat Fryermuth, Kyle Trask, Nico Collins, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and then my Amari Rogers pick. 
Uh, so, so that's our, our mock draft. Um, just a couple, uh, questions I was going to ask you guys. Is there, I know, uh, Izzy, I guess you'd mentioned Ramondre Steve. I was just going to mention, is anybody worth noting? Uh, maybe not since we just talked about how much we didn't want to draft anybody in the second half of that round, but is there anybody worth noting that's, that's going to go later than this or uh, that we haven't picked that, that you want to maybe bring up or I got, sleep or anything like that. I got one before Izzy picks. Mine is Jamar Jefferson. And the reason is his name looks a lot like Justin Jefferson. You might be able to pawn him off on somebody <laughs> thinking especially, he's the wrong guy. Especially if you're in a sleeper league. Yeah, it's the it's the, what I call <laughs> the Matt Jeff. Barkley effect. <laughs> Do you guys remember that last year, how Matt Barkley's ADP had risen so high because people had mistaken him for Saquon Barkley? So I'm going to do Jamar Jefferson for that reason. Just like uh, David Moore and DJ Moore now in yes. Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is still by far. Oh yes, the yes. toughest. Because, uh, yeah. Yes. Because he was, he was AP was like 101 that year, and Adrian Peterson was basically an undrafted free agent in dynasty yeah. in fantasy, and so many people took the wrong Adrian Peterson. That's a perfect guy for blind offers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Adrian um, Peterson. There's a bunch of. Here's the deal. Like, we don't, we don't freaking know. Like, it's just we're hoping um, at this point. And once again, I think few guys that you can. It just as long. So the problem I have with Dami Brown is like I don't think he provides immediate returns, and I don't think he provides long term returns either. I just don't. I'm not a big Brown fan. There's a couple other guys that are just like meh. Um, but I think a few guys um, in tight end premium, this type of tight end premium, 1.75, I think uh, Brevin Jordan's a really solid pick here. Um, and I don't mind uh, Davis Mills here either, especially if Watson gets suspended. He will see a small bump and you can flip him. And uh, Scott, anybody off the top of your head or? Yeah, I mean, I probably mentioned 12 guys when I was making my pick there, so I pretty much covered it. But yeah, Diami and some of those guys at the end of the third, you know, where the hit rates is like less than 6% um, to even become a top, you know, 36 guy. Like, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, but yeah, I've actually been loading up on quarterbacks where I haven't been able to trade out. So I have uh, actually Davis Mills a ton right now. Um, a couple, uh, Kellen Mond as well. So like I said earlier, I'm cool sitting on the quarterbacks, seeing what happens. Um, but otherwise, there's really nobody here. Like, I don't <laughs> – these running backs are kind of a joke. So, um, not not the year to need running backs. Let's just say that. Yeah, and, yeah, the, the, I like the Davis Mills one, uh, especially if, if Watson doesn't play. Maybe there's a point where he gets in this year and you can flip him um, for more than you paid for him. And uh, Izzy had briefly mentioned Ramondre Stevenson. You never know what's going to happen in New England. Uh, If he gets a role, maybe, again, uh, again, these are all just guys you maybe look to flip later. No one I'm expecting a ton out of. And the other other one I was thinking of that hadn't been mentioned uh, is maybe a flyer in the fourth. Uh, I'm sure they're probably going to bring somebody else in, but uh, the only running back that the the Falcons added uh, in this entire draft season was Javion Hawkins. So I don't mind taking a flyer on him somewhere in the fourth, just in case, again, he gets a role somewhere and, and, and you can do yeah. something with him at that point. Yeah. Just flip cool. him for, you can even get a third or a second out of him If he actually, you know, plays a, a decent role in a couple games or something. Yeah. If you go really deep 
Um, Chris Evans is a guy that I'm intrigued by. I know Scott might be because he's a Michigan guy, but he went to Michigan. From a pure, yeah, he went to Michigan. From a pure upside perspective, um, Chris Evans has the athletic tools to be the guy, and Mixon has had a difficult time staying healthy. So there's a shot there, especially if you're getting a fourth round flyer on him, fifth round flyer. And then uh, I'm just going to finish up here. Then um, we did get one listener question. Doesn't really have to do with this mock draft. Um, and it actually is a one QB league. But uh, since we got What's it that? sent into us, what was that? What's that? <laughs> one QB league. Um, but he, uh, he asks, uh, since he did send it to us, I did, I did want to get it on the show. So he said, in a, it's a Jeremy Hayes at Coach Hayes 7 sent this question in. He said in a one QB, he owns the 101 through the 104. Um, he said between me and three other teams, we own 11 of the top 20 running backs pre-rookie draft. Squad is pretty balanced, can take uh, BPA. Would you consider taking the top three running backs to create more of a monopoly? I don't think I will, but it's an interesting idea. Uh, early shaking his head now. No. I mean, opportunity cost, right? It's, it's not what you're taking, but what you're missing out on. So... Um, did he I say mean, top I, three or top four? I wouldn't. Top he three. has the top four. Top three. He has the top four. He's talking about taking the top three running backs. Yeah. Just to okay. Tie them all up, I guess. And, and then I guess have a position of trade leverage, I guess is what he's thinking. I mean, you might as well just trade back and, and make the profit now. I mean, it, but it, it it's doesn't. It's a quarterback league. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, but there's still Pitt, that's true. Chase. That's, yeah. Pitt's, 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 though, right? Chase Harris. Well, no, it's what Harris is going to be gone. So it's really saying of those got all four, four picks, the top four. So you got four picks there. Are you willing to take those three running backs over either Pitts or Chase? Basically, yeah, because he can still get one of them with the other pick. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, those five are really the top five anyway. So it's just a matter of taking uh, – taking, You might as well just get the five three. then. <laughs> just yeah, trade right. for the one of five and take all five. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, take one, two, three, and then trade the one hundred four. Yeah, for the one hundred five, get some some sugar on there, and then take Williams at one hundred five. It's possible. Yeah, How I don't hate it. On T Law and one quarterback, not one hundred five. I know. I, I m't I don't know. I'm, I, I'd be. Sh- I, I'm guessing there are some that are going to take him that early, but I'm. I'm guessing he's probably a one oh eight to one twelve guy. I'm looking at the uh, two oh two is here. what I saw so far in the one one quarterback. I'm in. I saw him go. Or I saw him go one ten in the league. I see. He's he's ranked at one oh eight in the calculator. Yeah, I, it depends. Also depends on scoring. Too, yeah, and league size, yeah, league size too, yeah. But um, I think that's the that's the range that I can see him going one. I can see him going two hundred two. Really depends on who's drafting. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think I, I wouldn't do the running back thing. I would just uh, I go BPA, and I would rather miss out on. I mean, you're still going to take two of them anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that, that's what I was thinking when I saw just, this question. You're taking you know at least I mean? two like, of them going BPA, just, so. Yeah, it's What's not the- bad though. I'm looking at the rankings for uh, a twelve. I'm, I'm assuming it's a twelve team PPR without any premiums. 
Yeah, he uh, didn't guessing, specify, but I'm going to assume that too. So really important context, obviously, because that could change our answers. But um, looking at a 12-team PPR, like the rankings uh, look like it's uh, uh, Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, like neck and neck for you know, like kind of like a 1A, 1B kind of thing uh, in, a, in a one quarterback. Uh, Kyle Pitts and then uh, ETN, Javante Williams. So it wouldn't be like the most absurd thing uh, to go three running backs with your first four picks, but, you know. I would want to miss out on one of those other guys. So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, what do you guys yeah. have at 101? In, in a one, one quarterback? QB. Yeah, yeah, one quarterback. Uh, <laughs> uh, Najee. Rocky? Uh, yeah, I would probably. Uh, not, no premiums? No, no premiums. premiums. Yeah, Najee. Yeah. So we did a poll on this. Um, and oh, Chase right. was actually the 101, I believe. Yeah, uh, but, but I don't think they're too far off. I, I, I'm always going the running back, and I, I'm a big Najee guy anyway. I mean, Chase said, you know, is the easy wide receiver one, but uh, it, unless it's leaps and bounds ahead of the running back, I'm I'm going the running back in a, in a rookie draft. Oh, I just found another draft uh, that I'm in that just started. Uh, and it is a one quarterback. So it's uh, actually a bunch of dynasty nerds guys in here too. Um, Najee Harris went 101. Kyle Pitts went 102. Is it a premium? So, no premium. Just 12 team PPR. One quarterback. Wow. Yeah. Pitts went ahead of Chase. That's pretty, uh, Pitt, pretty Pitts brazen. Pitts went ahead of Pitts 102 is, man, non-premium. <laughs> but do you think Pitts is like, I mean, do you think he's like an 80 catch guy? Or do you think he's more of like 60 for, you know, a crazy yak and 10 touchdowns type, 10 plus touchdowns potential? You know what I mean? Sky's, like, sky's the limit, right? I mean, I yeah. guess. I mean, sky's the limit for him. He could be well over 80 if he completely pans out. Okay. He has all time potential. I, I totally get that. Um, but I feel like it's it's got it's got to be a clear Chase Harris right now in terms of where most drafts are going to be going. It's going to be Chase Harris in some order, and then there's mm-hmm. and then Pitts, ATN, and Javante. And I think then it's like Pitts and ATN. Maybe Javante sneaks in there in that tier. I think it's a tier of th- tier of three guys, and then it's the Smith Waddle tier, and then that's when. You get the Batemans and the more the two more brothers, and then and Trevor Lawrence sneak in. Yeah, yeah. What about you two? You taking uh, Chase or Harris? Is he? I don't. I don't take receiver that early. So it's Harris. I take Harris, ATN, and I mean, here's the thing. I I would take Chase second and trade, or I would trade the one hundred two. You see what I'm saying? So I wouldn't right. just completely fade him i wouldn't lose the equity um but if i was preferring i would be happy with him at 105 um i'd almost honestly i'd rather take the capital and just take smith the 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 difference in equity there i'd rather take all that equity difference and put that into the 106 and take devonta smith what about you harley yeah Najee harris we got a uh, a quorum here four for four <laughs> four for four okay so uh i guess that'll do it so i want to thank you guys for coming on this was this was a a fun exercise here i appreciate you guys doing it 
Um, Izzy, you want to uh, have anything you want to say? Give your Twitter handle, uh, promote the DTC. Anything else you want to say? Um, when you clock into work, work extremely hard. Um, so you don't get katied. I think that's the thing that we. That's the lesson we learned. To take you know what's funny about away. this? To kind of to kind of cap this podcast. So, um, Hurley slowly ended up kating me out of out of the job too. <laughs> And that's like been the best part about the job is like we would always fart around. There's a couple guys that we would play nutball with, and we just kind of it was kind of like the boys' club there at the at the shop. And I slowly got and I even brought it up to him as, at work. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me right now? I'm like losing all my hours. And we, it's been like a running joke. And I don't know if he ever confirmed that I was being Katie, but it's a fantastic cap to the story. He got Katie'd. He I also went to Michigan, though. So I went to Michigan. Yeah, yeah. He completely so redeemed like, himself. I'm like, dude. I'm like, go oh, 25 hours. Now I'm 23 hours. Now I'm 20 hours, and we're like in. It was a lot slower. Together. Yeah, it was a lot slower. Yeah, we're, yeah, it was a slower bleed. He just like I can't get rid of him because I want to get, you know, Julio Jones off of him or whatever. But. <laughs> <laughs> you got Katie'd. Apparently, I want to want to thank you for coming on too. Uh, anything you want to say? Like I said. Twitter handle, promote anything. What do you want to do? No, nothing at all. Thank you so much for having us on. This is a blast. We uh we enjoy it. So please have us on again. We love you guys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Been listening to you for years and uh it's just awesome to have you guys on here and do this. So thanks again the pleasure for is ours. staying up late. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh definitely go go listen. They won't promote it. Go listen to their podcast, DTC podcast. It's a great listen, uh, and as they mentioned him earlier, Nick Whalen's on there now every week. It's I love listening to you three guys. Um, but we will finish up with our business here. Um, I did want to mention, because uh, a couple episodes ago, we mentioned we were bringing Find Me a Trade back, and then we haven't done it the last two episodes, so please send some in. If you have a roster you want to find us, a tra- us to find you a trade for, um, just send it over to um, our Twitter handle, uh, the, the pod at Dynasty Junkies, or you can send it to me directly at Dynasty FF Addict or Scott at Scott underscore Sidlow. Um, also, please give us all follow and follow the DAP network at DAP underscore network. Uh, finally, both follow the DAP network. Uh, I'm sorry, subscribe to the DAP network and us as well. Give us a rating review. Let us know what you think. Uh, any future topics you like to see us like to see us discuss uh we really appreciate the feedback and uh, i think that'll do it for this week so scott take us out junkies out sheesh